gonna be a good one. <laughs> um, what is up, everyone? First episode of 2020. Shit, no, it's not. No, it is it. It would be, but allegedly another episode will be going up tomorrow morning. So, see how that goes. Okay. So, if that went well. This should be the second episode of 2020. So I ain't gonna do the Happy New Year bullshit again. But the Flying Federico Brothers, if you guys want to do that, <laughs> now take take the following uh, moment or two to do that. Now go ahead. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year. That's it. I, the dog had more to say. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> what? I don't know. What I just, to say? No, I, you just say, um, Happy New Year, gang. I hope that the following will happen in this crazy year 2020 and that all my dreams and wildest ambitions come to fruition no man i'm just wishing people happy healthy new year all right cool keeping it short i like it it's good though we got a lot of bullshit to talk about yep episode 75 76 of boku no hero academia That's probably the most serious way I've ever said it. Yeah, that is definitely the most serious <laughs> way you've ever said it. I'm lacking the conviction right now. I don't, I don't know what it is, man. 2020 shot, uh, softens the edges. <laughs> 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 Can't yell Japanese angrily today. <laughs> Episode 75 happened. Want to know what I like about it? What'd you like about it, man? Right out of the gate, they let us know. Hey, that thing that you yelled about last week with Rock Lock, not a big deal because he's alive. Yep. Sitting yep. up like he wasn't gutted at all. Yeah, I know. Stabbed right in the abdomen. I felt like it was in two separate spots and that he had pieces of his torso missing. Yeah. Like large chunks. No, yep. he's good. No, he's fine. Not a big deal. But he's uh, he's going to rally the troops to be like, hey, guys, did y'all forget what the friggin' mission is here? So, like, the simuldove is now a week behind, which... Defeats the purpose of a simuldove. In a lot of ways, yeah. <laughs> in um, a lot of ways. I mean, I mean, if you're a dub kid, you could still wait a week and be behind, but... I don't know. Um Lock it. Yeah, not a big deal. Uh, Rocklock's uh, dub actor is actually pretty good, but I appreciate his use of uh, friggin' for no good reason. Um <laughs> The only reason I really wanted to stop and pause and talk about Rocklock, not because, you know, he's suddenly alive like fucking our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on the third day, but he <laughs> has a flashback to like, not a flashback even so much as, sorry, sorry, I was really tough on you boys, but I have a boy at home. I have a little kid at home with my white girlfriend. <laughs> he looks just like the dad. Dude, honestly... They just like superimpose Rocklock's face on a baby body. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they did. Yeah. And the baby was fucking adorable as yeah, a yeah, yeah. And I thought that it was just that's it. That was the end of it. And I was like, Oh, little baby Rocklock, that's adorable. Okay, now I understand why he's uh sensitive to the idea of kids being around. I went on Twitter about fifteen minutes after I watched the episode. Mm-hmm. Always a mistake. <laughs> and uh yeah, if you want to see me get angry at, at idiots on Twitter, go follow me at dbsuperdope1 and uh, listen to me um, get mad at some idiot. I think I think it was at 
heaven underscore is underscore soon, I believe was the Twitter handle, who just, what the fuck is this biracial bullshit agenda thrown in the middle of an otherwise totally great episode? I'm like, heaven is not fucking soon enough for this dude, I'll tell you what. Saw more than a few people. <laughs> I I swear, dude. I <sighs> anime Twitter is a terrible place, but I feel like I'm pretty fun to navigate it with. Cause... <laughs> yeah, I tell kids like that to go fucking shut the fuck up in creative different ways. Yeah, I think that's my 2020 resolution to do that more. Yeah. All right. Cool. Burn people that's on awesome. Twitter in more creative ways. Like the Wendy's account. You ever see that shit? Uh, I have. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, I feel like Wendy's can afford a staff of writers. And, uh, <laughs> no way. Not me. It's all natural. El natural. Anyway, glad you're alive, Rock Lock. Glad you lived to see your little baby boy. I'm sad for you and all the racists on Twitter uh, and you having to deal with that. Even though you're not a real person, you're a cartoon. <laughs> I'm still sad <laughs> for you. Uh, Deku Eraser in Night Eye um, bashed through a fucking wall. And thankfully, it's the right wall. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they I'm fucking a- smashed through the wrong wall. <laughs> and like, Deck and like, Mirio and Overhaul like stop what they're doing. They're like, oh, <laughs> they're looking for us. <laughs> Smash through the wrong wall. Oh, they pick the right wall <laughs> and Deku comes in swinging and just punches overhaul right in the goddamn mouth in the most satisfying of ways oh. yep. and I was like I keep my ideals let's live <laughs> no you weren't you're right I wasn't <laughs> I was excited though sometimes when I get excited I, I yell that one comes to mind when you get excited not very often every once in a while though it'll siphon it'll uh cycle through there it's like a six disc cd changer in the trunk of my car sometimes it loads up disc number five and that's the disc that you like the least (laughs) but it's still in there why have you designated disc five to be the one that you would because the least i mean the one you like the least out of the six cds got it here's my thought process can't be number one right right because you know you need a reliable go-to number one can't be number six because I imagine that sometimes the shuffle function in your CD changer if you're on one so frequently sometimes it might not go to two sometimes it'll have to go to six a lot of people would say put your shittiest CD at six right no way rookie move put your shittiest CD at five (laughs) that's the trick yeah but if it goes backwards then it's the next CD that plays yeah Yeah, but I'm willing to take that gamble at that point I live in Rhode Island everywhere I live or everywhere I go is within 20 minutes of every I'm not gonna listen to two full albums yeah that's true true so you know what it's okay to have that one in the number five slot with the I keep my deals let's live (laughs) Uh, 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 oh man (laughs) that's unfortunate (laughs) <clears throat> what do you mean? I don't know. The song never appealed to me. I honestly don't even know what song you guys are talking about. Oh man! Come on! Come on, man! 
All right, no. Jason, what's your favorite opening song for My Hero? We probably asked you, but I don't remember what you were No, I don't think we did. All right, opening your... song? It's this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the newest one. Before I, this you've one. Asked, you asked me when I was a kid. Yeah. What about before this one? Because this one's fucking cake, dude. This shit. Yeah, this oh, is the best one. Straight ever. to my ass. The first one, I like the first one yeah. a lot, too. My name is Deku, something Midoriya. <laughs> Gonna kick some ass with all my and my friends in school. And we go to class and we use our superpowers <laughs> at school. <laughs> That's a good one. That was yeah. my favorite for a bit, too. Yeah, this one just took it over, though. <laughs> Anyway, oh, man. Uh, that was a great song. No, that was good. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm really focusing my brain prowess today. Uh, Deku Eraser and Night Eye come in. Deku punches Fuckface in the face. Fuckface is overhaul, by the way. No uh, way. Chrono, his buddy, the white mask guy. Yeah. He gets up and he has like that hair thing that he can. Hair knives. Hair knives. Yeah, they're like clock hands. Clock hands. Hair knives. Yep. Hair knives. <laughs> and he hits Azawa. So Azawa, effectively, who is the reason Deku was probably able to even hang with in that first thirty seconds, Azawa's out of the out of the fight. For sure. Um when he gets taken by Chrono, that's when Overhaul comes upon Namoto, the black plague master dude. And that's the dude with the truth. The truth power. Yeah, the confession. Yeah. Confession. That's what he calls it. This is that. my confession. And then he does a fucking fusion dance. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a fusion dance as much as fusion grab. Yeah. And I have a problem with that personally being a Dragon Ball Z fan or even a Steven Universe fan. Not going to try to talk about Steven Universe knowledgeably, but in terms of Dragon Ball... There's a fusion going on. Motherfucker, that takes like two or three episodes for us to get through. Not two or three minutes. So I'm not sure if I hate it or love it. But if you think about it, that's his quirk, though. Mm. I'll be honest. It did take me... The the first time I watched it, I wasn't entirely sure what had just happened. And I was like, ooh, okay. Once the, the truth mouth ends up coming out of his hand later on, I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah, now yeah. I understand. Yeah, I thought like he tried to absorb like his quirk almost, or like deconstruct his quirk and then reconstruct. I mean, which essentially he he unconstructed his friend and reconstructed them back together. Yeah, on top of himself. Fucking yeah, it's gross. He would looked you, cool though. Would you ever want to wear my skin? No. <laughs> Why not? Even if you got all my cool superpowers. What cool superpower do you have? A lot, dude. Look at me. <laughs> got it all going on. Yeah. Yeah, this is my confession. I kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All I'm saying is I feel like they didn't give um should have been I don't know. I guess I could have had more of a moment with the fusion thing, but I'll stop crying about it. I think I was just grossed out by it. Yeah, cuz like they ain't really like making effort to like color it in like flesh or anything like that. Red, like red blood hands. Yeah, blood, blood beat red. It's kind of like he didn't have any skin. Yeah, it was creepy. 
and I'll have nightmares about it for sure. Um, we do learn um, that Erie is, you know, we, we learned what last week or the week before, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Erie is not actually Overhaul's daughter, but Erie is the boss's granddaughter, and that the boss's daughter, um, I don't know what her deal was. I don't know if she was a little bit of a hoe or like if she was just really creeped out by the fact that her daughter just disappeared her husband, but let me go with option B. Probably. I'm sorry I said the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but she leaves Erie with the grandfather while she runs off because the child is cursed or whatever. And he leaves Erie more or less not like in the care of, but it's like, you know, watch this little girl's back overhaul or Chisaki. Uh, you know, you would understand how a quirk kind of like hers works. You, you're it's similar to your quirk. Yeah. yeah you like mutation. learning about shit. You're a little nerd when it comes to quirks and science and magic and all sorts of bullshit like that. You stupid little orphan. You ain't got no mom. You ain't got no dad. You an orphan. He's like, okay, I will. And I was like, you better. Deku is uh, trying to basically keep Overhaul off of uh, Night Eye, who's rushed over to Lemillion and Eerie. And he's trying to fight him. Now, this is one thing that I kind of noticed that I, when we watched it today, that I didn't really think about when I watched it originally. Um, Chisaki is like oddly fixated on just Lemillion. Yeah. Just Lemillion. Deku's the one who just punched him in the fucking face really quick and screwed up this whole little thing. He's been fighting him for the last whatever. Night Eye's there, pro hero. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yeah, Lemillion, that's right. You's a bitch, and I took your quirk, and I stabbed you with some stuff, and now you're in trouble. And I hate you. Oh, yeah, you did so good. Yeah, you were stronger than me, bitch. And now what? Look at me. I'm a crazy fusion monster. Go home and have nightmares about me. Let's be real. If it wasn't for the bullet, <laughs> he was whooping his ass. I know. Poor Mario. I feel like. Bless you. Gonna sneeze. Did you have to uh, get a Kleenex or something? Because. No? Good? (laughs) I showed the guys my hands. No, you're good, man. There was no spots. Nothing. No spots, no snots. That's good. <laughs> anyway, I think it's interesting that Chisuke's so um, fixated on Mirio throughout this fight and just keeps calling his name out and taunting him like that. When, again, Deku is the guy who we're going to see, you know, because we are talking 75 and 76 today. He's the guy who ends up beating Overhaul. Yeah. In a lot of cases, Deku is the guy who ends up being the guy to get the final fight in or somehow or some way get the win and in a lot of the cases we come away from it like yeah team good group effort and I'm like fucking yeah I guess but Deku was kind of big in that too right Deku was the best and I feel like this kind of plays to that idea of it where like this isn't Deku's story this isn't Deku's fight at least in this moment mm-hmm. and it's very much focused on the million still and I'm like, God damn it. 
Stop blue balling me and just fucking let Deku come in and kick this dude's ass already. I'm tired of this Lemillion bullshit. You already got a fucking quirk taken away. He's got his fucking work dad caressing his fucking dead body in a fucking alleyway. Deku, can you do this already? Oh my fucking God. I got like legitimately annoyed with 75. And 76 happened. And I was like, oh man. We get a night eye flashback, which I thought was pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically to um, what he, uh, Deku and him switch off. Deku goes to try to help Mirio and uh, Eerie escape. And night eye comes in and we got some real fun exposition about, oh, yeah, what's the matter, bitch? You was scared of my student? You was scared of my work, son? He was going to kick your ass if you didn't shoot him with that bullet, but you had to shoot him because he was a bitch. All sorts of things like that. I'm like, damn, Night Eye, way to talk smack while you're fighting with this crazy fusion monster. I take some balls. Gotta say, man, Night Eye, um, in terms of like him engaged in action, I didn't think he was gonna be what he is. He's fun. He's like a fucking uh, Japanese businessman who took a lot of karate lessons. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> And I, I just want to hang out with him all the time. He's just so <laughs> smooth, dude. He really is. Uh, and he's got great choice of eyewear. <laughs> I mean, if I could pick glasses like that, I feel like I wouldn't mind being blind. I digress. <laughs> also, Ty If you're blind, you, you should be wearing your glasses more. Hmm? Yeah, you'd think. No, I yeah. should know. I yeah, they're blind. on the table right now. As I am we speak. blind. I only need them when I go look at things far away. I'm from driving, going to a movie or something. One time last year, I drove during the day without my glasses on, and I was like, yo, I'm blind as fuck. And then I got to wherever I was going. And then later on, when I got in my car to go back to where I was from, <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> it was dark out. And I was like, yeah. shit, no, I'm so blind. I'm going to cry all the whole way home and hope that I don't die. Long and the short is I didn't die. <laughs> That's good, man. I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah, very happy. I was too. <laughs> anyway, might I? Fashionable as fuck. Talks smack as he fights big crazy fusion demons. Tells Deku to help him get his boy out there. But... We have his flashback to uh, him kind of... He sees, like, the future, I guess, of Midoriya and uh, Overhaul fighting. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, that's not yet, though, right? I don't know. Maybe I should read a synopsis. Reading's tough. Jay, do you know how to read? Not really. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yes. The sincerity of your answer. <laughs> no, it's not okay. really. I'm not going to make you jump through any hoops. Maybe I'll make myself jump through a hoop. I can shoot a ball through a hoop. With your dick? <laughs> <laughs> if you can't do it with your dick, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> so I'll pick it up here. I'll pick it up here. Um, Deku notices that Chrono and Aizawa are gone, while Lemillion and Eerie are being cared for by Night Eye. Overhaul taunts Lemillion once again for losing his heroic dreams for trying to save Hiri. Deku and Sir Night-Eye are shocked to learn that Mirio's quirk has been lost forever. Forever. Deku tries to take Overhaul on himself, 
dude, this is a very poorly written synopsis with many missing words. Deku tries to take overhaul himself, but the villain sees through Izuku's power and speed, proclaiming he's not impressed. Before he can attack Deku, he is hit in one of his arms by one of the hyper-dense city seals that Night Eye has thrown at him, pushing him back. Night Eye steps up to fight Overhaul and orders Izuku to take Lemillion and Eerie away while he faces the villain. Alright, think about how much I just read to get us where I had to get us to. That's a lot. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's a lot. Why are they writing that much? I'm, tr- I don't, I'm, I'm, I literally just cut out another paragraph. Overhaul uses his quirk to repair his arm and attacks Night Eye, but he manages to dodge. While fighting Overhaul, Sir Night Eye thinks back to the lessons he taught Mirio about fighting by predicting his opponent's movements, even without the use of a quirk like foresight. Sir Night Eye is proud that Mirio took his teachings to heart, and in return, he is going to keep him and Eerie out of harm's way. He's a real hero and shit, and that's real hero shit. Then Night Eye recalls when he broke his partnership with All Might after predicting his death, and a subsequent conversation he had with Gran Torino about it. Night Eye expressed his frustration and helplessness for not being able to help prevent All Might's death, because every future he sees with his foresight is destined to be fulfilled. No matter the fuck what. No matter what he does to a dude. Damn it. No matter how much he does. <laughs> I'm, I'm not fucking with you. No matter how much he does to avoid it. It's just very awkward. Like, it's not a wrong sentence. It's just weird. Yeah. Because that, Night Eye decided not to use his foresight again to see in the person's far future. However, that does not mean that he is not above using it in quick one speck and spurts to punch homeboy in the fucking mouth, dude. Night Eye continues to fight Overhaul, dodging his attacks by using his quirk in one-second intervals. Meanwhile, Deku tries to lead Eerie and Miria away, but seeing Mirio seriously injured and losing blood, Eerie is stricken by Overhaul's mental abuse. Crying. She wants to fight. She wants the fighting to end. Maybe it's me that can't read. <laughs> I mean, you always you always proclaim that you don't know how to read. Crying she wants to fight. <laughs> Crying she wants the fighting to end and apologizes for all the pain she causes suddenly. Is there no punctuation? Yeah, it's in weird Okay, places. that's why. <laughs> suddenly, Azuku and Mirio look back at the fight and horrified they see Sir Night Eye looking like Jesus. Except Jesus getting punctured right through his fucking torso. Yeah, man. Oh yeah. my right God. where one of his lungs is. And they have the creepy organ music playing. Yep. I'm like, oh no. That's reminiscent of death and funerals. Because <laughs> church is where you go when funerals happen. And they have organs at churches. Yes. Yes, they do. Sir Night Eye did everything in his power during the battle to deny Chisaki the victory. Unfortunately, Sir Night Eye reached the end of his perceived future and was impaled by Overhaul. Having touched him, a seriously injured Night Eye sees into his future, trying to spot a future where Eerie is saved and Mirio and Deku are safe. However, a good future doesn't exist, and he can only see himself and Deku dying at the hands of Overhaul. And I'm like... Damn, that's some heavy shit. Work, Dad. 
That's no good, man. Deku reengages overhaul using power far beyond what he was using before. His body is in pain and it feels like it's breaking apart, but Deku can still move. He pushes one for all full cowling to 20%. Says he'll twist the future and save Eerie. Deku is narrowly able to avoid overhaul and tries to deal a blow so devastating that the villain won't be able to recover from it. And I'm like, yeah, kick that motherfucker in the head with an axe. Kick. Yep. 20% from the top of the ceiling. Off the top. Fucking top rope, man. I'm going to wrestle. What am I going to? Royal Rumble. I'm going to the Royal Rumble in a couple weeks. That's dope. Look out, Houston. Look out, Minute Maid Park. I'll be inside you. Anyway, let's axe kick overall in the fucking head. <laughs> but no, he missed. Sorry, bud. Your uh, line of movement is just a little too direct there. Overhaul is just a little too fast for you, man. I mean, after having fought Mirio, who must be a GD nightmare for anybody to fight. Yeah, exactly. And then Night Eye, who's a seasoned fucking Japanese businessman in karate school. (laughs) (laughs) Deku's probably like a walk in the park, you know, when it comes to just dodging his attack. The kid. Yeah. Straight lines, baby. Straight lines. All you got is power and speed, you little nerd. Why don't you get the fuck out my face? Get the fuck out my face. Nerd. And uh, he misses with the big axe kick to his head. And I said, gee, dang it. <laughs> if he hit him, his head was going to splatter. And not in a fucking reconstructable way. Nah. That would have been the end You're of the saga. <laughs> the end of the arc. <laughs> right. Axe kick to the back of the fucking head. Just decapitates him with an axe kick. <laughs> yeah. Chisaki's fucking brain just... <laughs> And he's not using his quirk to do anything ever again because his, his brain is over there and over there, over there and a little bit on my shoes because of the axe kick. <laughs> Jesus, he ain't doing shit today. Nah. He's he, grounded. He, he can't he play did. today. He did. So it's okay that he makes the axe, mixed the axe kick. <laughs> it's okay that he missed the axe kick, though. Because uh, the Dragoon Lady, Hero, Ryukyu. Just busting in like the fucking Kool-Aid Man, man. Through the ceiling. Yeah. She one up the Kool-Aid Man a little bit. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen the Kool-Aid Man bust through the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and if I haven't, well, why the fuck haven't I seen it yet? <laughs> you got Ryukyu out here fucking setting new standards of the Kool-Aid Man resting on his laurels like a big lazy piece of shit. Yeah, I know. He's only been busting through walls since like how long? Yeah. I don't see him busting through the walls in no secret underground Japanese Yakuza bunkers. Yeah. Step your fucking game up, Kool-Aid man. Getting soft on that corporate money. What do you think the Kool-Aid man did before Kool-Aid came along? Because, you know, I just assume he was a big pitcher or something. Probably a Maybe. bartender. <laughs> Pouring. Selling lemonade. Pouring himself out into everyone's cup. Yep. Letting people pour themselves out into his, man. <laughs> It's not a weird sex joke. That's a uh, that's a b- bartender grief sharing joke or something. I'm not sure what it was. Okay. Everyone's here now. They fell in through the ceiling. And that's the end of episode 75, the end. Yep. Please hold your applause. And your questions? 
till we conclude episode 76. I shall now flip the page. You heard? I did. I hope you guys heard me turn the page. I feel like when I flipped it, I felt like it was audible. Oh, it was definitely audible. It was definitely audible. Hope you heard that. Yeah, all you page flippers. (laughs) (laughs) What? I thought you were going to say page fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have episode 100. Fuck. (laughs) We have episode 76. Infinite 100 of Pocono Hero Academia. (laughs) Hero Waka. Hashtag Hero Waka. That's not going to hashtag work. You don't live in Anatoly. <laughs> if you don't think hashtag hero act is a thing, I'm really? you. 100%. Okay. Anyway, got some more of this Tarantino bullshit going on at the start of episode 76. <laughs> and we get immediately after the start of the raid outside Ryukyu, Frappy, Uraraka, chaining up some thugs, sending them off to the clink where they'll live off their villain e in infamy in jail right yeah that's how jail works <laughs> yeah yeah i'd say so <laughs> <laughs> usually that's how it works uh, so they nab it up the big dude who apparently uh breathes life because he is not alone he breathes life into that big old heart of stone. Yep. Yep. His heart is definitely made out of stone, man. Anyway, do we know homie's name? Uh, Big dude. So, doesn't matter. Big dude's in his handcuffs, and we get the um, down low that he has the ability to, if he touches people, he can steal their power. And, uh, in the moment, all of a sudden, Uraka and Frappy seem to be, uh, you know, chipper in themselves. And then all of a sudden, they are not chipper and they are not themselves. And it seems as if somebody has breathed life from their bodies. And then Homeboy's like, hey, what's up? Quirk juice. Finally kicking in. Quirk juice. Quirk juice. Quirk juice. Hope somebody makes a fucking energy drink called Quirk juice. Co-brands it with My Hero Academia. Copyright it. Yeah. I think it's time for us to become energy drink moguls. <laughs> time is now. Moguls? Absolutely. I mean, okay. if you're going <laughs> to. Ready to become podcast moguls. Oh, yeah. It's time to be energy drink moguls. Okay. We're going to break the market with quirk juice. Quirk juice. Quirk juice. Shit sells itself. Basically. Yep. And if you watch this beginning of episode 76, I mean, it's basically an advertisement for our product. <laughs> Inject the cork juice. You got all the young girls giving you their life force. <laughs> Before you know it, you're getting restrained by a large dragon woman checking off all the boxes. Yep. This drink rules. Cork juice. So he gathers up all this energy. Uh, we see Surge, another hero lady, uh, Hit him with a bunch of energy blasts that travel very slowly because they Nigiri. They do a tur a tur whirly thing. A swirl. <laughs> a swirl or a twirl. A twirl. A twirl. Mm-hmm. 
I like the fact that we have a good energy blast in the mix here now, but I don't like, uh, well, I guess I kind of do like that they gave it a little caveat that it moves real slow. That shit's funny. Yeah. Can only imagine the hijinks that's caused her in her professional hero career. <laughs> shit, it didn't get there in time. <laughs> All of a sudden, Deku runs out from, I guess, the front door of the compound. And he sees Frappy and Uraraka all slumped over on the ground. He's like, what's up, ladies? Hey, listen, you break through the ground here. That's where all the shit's going down. Guys need your help. Why don't you break the ground right here and go help them out? See you. And he runs away. See you. I watched it, and I was like, that's fucking dumb. He's downstairs right now. How is that even possible? And because Toga's around, and I was like, oh, you forgot. You got me. Yeah. Yeah. For a second I forgot and I was like, is this she show had a little really bit of his blood? I was she's like, is a... this show really gone to this much of shit? She's a bad bitch. He just jumped up to the surface real quick and then jumped back down. What is this? But you know me, man, I'm a fucking snob. Yep. So <laughs> quickly yep. quickly explained like thirty seconds later, so seen that uh chill, I guess. I like that Toga and twice made up a copy of their dead friend, Mr. Copy. He's Mr. not dead. He, I thought he was dead, but That's he... That's the guy that... No, he got his arm his cut arm. off. Yeah. I like that they... No, uh, Big yeah, Sister Jesus Mags Peach. is dead. Yeah, Big Sister Mags Took is his dead. arm off, yeah. Sorry. I thought he killed Mr. too, but he just took his arm. Yeah, just his arm. Wow. Hey, man. Glad they brought that fucking one-armed well, he friend gave it, along. He gave it him back. I didn't overhaul give it back to him. No. No, I don't think I don't so. Think so cause it's Cause even in the copy he has a missing arm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Go entropy plus chaos. And he's like, What's up? That plus chaos shit's about my missing arm too, right? And they're like, Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But you gotta do this shit first. He's like, yeah, it's totally about you. And then they fucking this has sparted him down the fucking hole. Get like, down you know, the what hole. The fuck? <laughs> now get in the ground. Um overhaul, <laughs> uh meanwhile, is uh there's a big hole in the ceiling now. Uh, from where Ryukyu just fucking slammed Homeboy through it at the end of 75. All right, so now we're all caught up. Now we're all in the middle of it. Now this Tarantino cut is done, and Ryukyu is body slamming, life breather, down to the ground. Big fucking dude. Pound town. Pound town. Huge Pound fucking town. guy. Huge. <laughs> it's a huge fucking guy. Bone zone. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Overhaul is uh, getting the fuck up out of this bitch, and he's going to take Eerie with him, and he's got this just manipulating the ground beneath him to make this huge pillar up through this hole that Ryukyu and big, huge freaking goy created in the ceiling, and it's just going straight up, and he's taking Eerie. He's like, peace, bitches, and Deku's like, no, I can't lose Eerie again. I'll feel really terrible about myself. So he refuses to let that happen. Never gonna let her go. And then we get the commercial break. Yep. And I'm like, okay. And then the commercial break comes back. And it's just like the weirdest, saddest. Right? What was up with that? Piano music. I don't know, dude. Jay. It got to me. Oh, yeah. When I watched it. it I will have to admit, when I watched it this morning at 7 o'clock in the morning, I cried to that part like a little bitch. I mean, My Hero Academia is a show that makes me cry very regularly. Yeah. 
that music did not hit for me. No, <laughs> that music hit, and hit I was like, "What either. the fuck is going on?" Turning this into some love story uh, bullshit. It, What's it wasn't going on? just. It wasn't the music. It was honestly what they were saying. Well, the whole Lemillion flashback is going on at the same time because on the eerie yeah. side, you got Deku running up this massive pillar trying to get her. Like, I'm not gonna let you go. Blah 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 blah. And then she sees Lemillion's cape flying up in the wind with it. And Overhaul makes the comment like, "Ah, oh, look, that piece Disgusting. of garbage. Yeah, Ugh. unclean. I need to take a shower after I see that ratty old cape mat flying around in my airspace. It's emotional, man, because Eerie's like, it's emotional in that moment because she's thinking about all the stuff that Mirio said about never making her sad again and never making, uh, making sure that she always smiles from there on out and all that yeah. stuff and... Just, you know, the, what we saw him have to go through in episode 74, 75 in that overall fight and ultimately him losing his quirk to protect her. Yep. I can get how it's an emotional moment and how you would cry. I will be a hero. I will kiss away the pain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Enrique. Relax. We can stay like this forever. You can take my quirk away. I think it's stand by you forever. Who cares? <laughs> Apparently he does I guess Christ Am I ruining a karaoke jam? I could see you fucking Banging on an Enrique Iglesias Looking dude <laughs> I meant to say Banging out an Enrique Iglesias Song at karaoke <laughs> Yeah, I can see you banging out some dude. Oh. It looks like Enrique Iglesias. Yeah, but not with your fists. Or maybe <laughs> with your fists. <laughs> anyway, here he sees this cape. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Anyways, here he sees this cape, and she's like, fuck it. That cape is mine, and she reaches out and jumps and grabs it and uses it like a little tiny parachute, and she parachutes down to Deku. And I'm like, Super Mario World technique. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And Deku catches her, and before long, he's got her strapped up like a little baby in a fucking harness. And he's like, Overhaul's like, you better put that girl down. She don't know what she's up to, man. She got powers and stuff, but nobody can turn them off except me. You need me. She belongs to me. He's a she's a naughty girl. <laughs> she, it was all her fault. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> anyway, that goes real quick to strap her to his back. So, I don't know, man. I've talked to you about it. A lot of things in this arc have been troublesome for me until episode 76. Um, Because episode 76 in and of itself is, I think, no matter what, how well done this fight is, how great it looks, like, it's just so much of a spectacle, so much of an event. There's no way that this episode wasn't going to be a memorable one. Right. I would say that a lot of the episodes leading up to it have been in my opinion, kind of a mess in terms of the plotting, uh, excuse me, in terms of the pacing and the plot. Um, 
I think this is going to be the season that makes me want to read the comic book now, only because I'm so convinced there's no way it was done this poorly in the comic. And if it was, woof. Now, seeing how... Well, I think another... I was thinking about it a little bit more the other day. One of the things that is confusing about this arc is a lot of the flashback stuff. And now flashbacks mm -hmm. are no secret to My Hero Academia. It's something they've done since the very, very beginning. All right? This, the flashbacks themselves now suffer, all right, as a storytelling device because there are way too many fucking characters that need to have some little flashback at some certain point in time. They kind of mitigated some of it with Kirishima and uh, Tamaki Amajiki. Yep. All right, by giving them like their own couple of episodes so that way they have those moments to themselves and the episodes themselves are much better full products. In these episodes, we get flashbacks with mostly Mirio. We got some with Overhaul. We got some with Eerie. We got some with Deku. We got some with Night Eye. We got some with Night Eye and Night and All Might. Like, there are so many other different characters who need their own flashbacks as part of the story that that is always going to be a clunky part of this narrative. All right? Yeah. That's one. <clears throat> Two. We got a character like Night Eye who sees into the future. And that in and of itself can be a little bit confusing. Um when you consider the just like the overall theme of like being able to deviate from fate and, you know, being able to write your own fucking way and are things permanent and can they change or whatever. Because Night Eye's whole thing is no matter what happens, if I try to change the outcome of something, it always comes back and is the same way that I saw it in my my original vision. So like you have, a, you have a character who can see to the future now. You've chosen for whatever reason, and this is where I kind of get mad, to do things in a way where the whole raid on the compound, like 76 today, 76 takes place two minutes after the raid basically starts. Mm -hmm. I think, anyway. I mean, not two minutes, maybe a few <clears throat> minutes after. Everyone's all fucking chained up or whatever, but... We're having to move to different parts of the place and different parts of that this happened before that part of the battle that happened after that part of the battle like the the way that they have to chunk things out with not only just two the heroes and the people they're raiding but we also got villains to take into consideration too the league of villains so like there's just too many fucking characters going on the narrative in which you've chosen to uh use this weird jump cut kind of fucking Tar I keep saying Tarantino, but it's just the easiest way to refer to it. This weird jump cut Tarantino thing. It's, I don't know, man. I feel like you could do that in an effective way, but it's going to suffer if you have a million fucking characters and flashbacks are a big part of it. Oh, and you have a character who can see into the future. And now you have a character that can fucking rewind, not um, time, but people. Now, I guess, thankfully, Eerie solves for a lot of issues, I think, that this, the end of this arc might have. And we'll see what happens in uh, 77 next week in terms of post-arc cleanup, I guess we could say. It's, in my opinion, I think Night Eye is probably biting it, but we'll talk more about that in a minute. But um, I think Eerie gives you the flexibility to be able to undo a lot of the shit that when it was and when it hit you big in this arc, it was because it felt permanent. And I mean that specifically with Mirio losing his quirk. If she can rewind Mirio back to having a quirk, all right, well, if she can rewind Sir Night-Eye back from death 
after he just caught this big right. stone pillar yeah. through his fucking thorax. Like, it's just not, um, I don't know, it just feels much less high stakes now that we under, have an understanding of how Eerie's quirk works. But does not take away anything from the ultimate fight that is at the end of 76. So Deku straps Eerie like a little baby around his back, flies up to the surface, just 100% smashes off the ground, leaps up to go chase Chisuke. He's kind of flying. And like, I like how they did this today and how Deku like slowly starts to put together what her power is and how it works. And he's like, he's like how he can use it to his advantage. Yeah. How can, he's like, can I fly now? This is fucking weird. Oh, I must've blasted off at hundred percent. My leg's not broken. Is it? And, Oh, look at her little horn thing doing its thing, emanating energy. This must be her quirk. She's she's healing me, I guess. And Chisuke gives it a little bit more background and explains how it's not like a healing thing, but essentially works as a healing thing for Deku. And uh, it's a, a rewinding of people and how she's like, not really, it's not really a quirk, but like it's a mutation. And how the fact that he's had to take her apart and put her back together however many times now, five or six times, mm -hmm. to like quote unquote restart her because she can't turn off her power at the end. I mean, it adds a whole other layer to like, wow, dude, you've literally ended and restarted this girl's life multiple times. That's pretty fucked up. But it doesn't matter now because he's a big, crazy, scary Tetsuo um, looking uh, villain who has a lot to say um, about how Aries quirk works, thankfully, because think about it. If he just shut the fuck up and then Deku kicks his fucking head off, we don't know anything. Nope. <laughs> really? We have no idea. Um, but eventually, I mean, you guys said it, it looked like a Dragon Ball fight. And yeah. Yeah. It looked like Super Saiyan 2 Goku versus uh, Tetsuo Overhaul. And you don't get that, Jay and Josh, because you haven't watched Akira, but you should, because... Overhaul looks like a big mutated fucking. I don't want to say bigger because Tetsuo eventually becomes like a mass, a huge, gross thing. But um, a lot of the visual of it, I think, is definitely borrowed from Akira for Overhaul's appearance at the end of this fight. Um, ultimately, I mean, it's. I almost say Goku. He's like launching off the ground, flying through the air bouncing off rocks, doing his thing, all the meanwhile still have an eerie strapped to his back, and he's just using one for all at 100% finally without breaking his bones. And it's, I guess, a peak of what's to come in the future because, you know, eventually we hope that he'll get to the point where he can do that without having to have some kind of buffer to it. Did you guys see the Two Heroes movie? Yeah, I saw it. It's yep. almost the like gauntlets. Eerie, yeah, it's almost like Eerie's like the gauntlets from that movie, like allowing him to finally. I love the gauntlet, though. I mean, that yeah, why awesome. don't we see the gauntlets more, right? Ooh, I boy. wish. Uh, well, I don't know. Look for them to not do a movie next year. Mark my words now. I hope not, anyway. Uh, it's another story. Can't wait for Heroes Rising. Tickets go on sale January 31st. You're welcome. Cool. American screenings start February 26th. You're welcome again. Cool. And we ain't gonna see it. Yes. And hopefully me and Carlton won't have to go to fucking Chinatown this time because that's what we had to do for the first movie. Only Fuck place that. we could get tickets tickets. Tickets was Chinatown. 
and you it was probably got some chickens too. No, chickens did not come with the purchase of our movie <laughs> no, no, tickets. No, no. I'm saying in Chinatown. Oh, I thought you said maybe Carlton just has the hookup <laughs> yeah. for some chickens. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Carlton. Yeah. Carlton has Carlton, a chicken. Carlton, you got a job. chicken? Got, yeah. Don't Carlton, worry, I got a chicken go. guy. Carlton, can you get us tickets to the movie? Yeah, but we got to go to Chinatown. <laughs> Supposed so I can, to have a backpack. Yeah. I got to get up my chicken. chicken guy in Chinatown. Anyway, um, SSJ2 Deku versus um, Tetsuo Overhaul. Great. Um, I guess it's a peek into the future of what we can expect from Deku as a real hero. Hopefully he doesn't have Eerie strapped to his back in a baby harness uh, throughout his entire pro hero career because that would be that'd be, <laughs> that'd be hilarious it's not, the exact, it's not exactly the most marketable thing that he could be doing for his hero career he especially be, when they get older they'd be you weird. never know yeah right imagine if Eric goes up to be like a normal sized person <laughs> that could be a backpack for kids <laughs> oh my <God>. what <laughs> people that love my hero buy the backpack put it on it's airy on their back oh come on bro you're a merchandising genius bro sign me up make me one Go to Etsy.com backslash find me some fucking weeb shit dot com slash eerie backpack. One, two, three. I think is the URL that it would be at. Check. Oh, okay. Check. 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 <laughs> anyway, Decker kicks overhaul like right in the goddamn teeth. I guess just knocks him out. Night. Oh, he punched him, man. The oh. fury of a thousand fists. Dude, oh, yeah. How did awesome. I forget the big seemingly random orange punches that just came out of the fucking air. Like fucking bullets. Oh my god. Yeah, he's like, I got some of my own bullets, bitch. Eight bullets in my big orange hands right upside uh, your head. Bop, 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 ripped bop, bop, his bop, whole bop. fucking body apart. Woof. Oh, dude, you get that really cool shot of like when it hits him in the face and you just see his skeleton for a second and I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh my Did god. Did he just incinerate yeah. that awesome. dude? And then the next shot is him like unconscious on the ground. I'm like, hmm. Really wish he would have incinerated that dude. <laughs> I was mad for a sec. Uh, Sir Night Eye down in the bottom of the pit. The pit. The pit. He asks Sir Raraka and Froppy to get him up to the surface so he can go see what the word is. He emerges. What's the good word, people? He's like, listen, <laughs> never, been, never been wrong in the past. Every time I look into the future of this kid, uh, for the last day or so, I've seen him die. I think yeah, man, he's overall. probably going to be dead. I'm going to get up to the surface. I'm going to have to bury a dead kid's body <clears throat> to bring a dead kid home to his mom it's always a weird day at work when you gotta do that <laughs> yeah gets up to the surface he's like oh thank god yeah. he's alive thank god oh god oh no he, he was like talking shit he was like I've always seen him die I've never been wrong and then <laughs> <laughs> boasting piece of shit <laughs> I've never been wrong. And then you just see Decker's outline, man. He's like, I'm alive. He's like, what's up? Through this smoke, can you make out that it's me? Maybe you're having a tough time from a distance because I have... Blue baby, glowing fucking eyes. I have a baby strapped to my back. And then it's like... <laughs> and then it's like over. And he... Well, it is over, but... Basically, Night Eye sees that Deku's alive and that the future that he saw has been changed. And then there is a two two frame thing. Oh yeah, that's right. It that's goes right. to black. There is a white outline of Night Eye, and I think Night Eye in that second died. Mind you, he's had a big stone fucking pillar running through his goddamn thorax for most of the last episode. Yeah, and he just got pulled out the hole, and now he feels. <laughs> 
um, what's the word? Relieved, I guess. His whole thing, his whole driving force is like, man, if uh, I use my foresight on people and I lock in their fate or whatever, I've essentially doomed All Might to die. And he's done all these tests and like made these commitments to himself to not use his power on people and whatever. All in the search of trying to alleviate himself of this guilt that he's unfairly taken on. Now that Deku has undone the fate that he's seen, he knows that he can rest peacefully now, which is convenient because he's got a big fucking stone thing to his GD Forex. It's time for him to rest. Yeah. Preview for next week, we do see a shot of um, All Might. Skinny All Might with uh, the sidekicks from Night Eyes Agency standing around in a hospital room. Mm. I think we'll probably get to the hospital. Night Eye will still be alive. Him and All Might will make nice. And he'll be like, Night Eye, don't die. And All he Might will did. be like, yeah, and All Might will be like, <laughs> oh, man. But Night I'll be like, no, it's cool. Listen, <laughs> I know that this thing happened, and he's basically just going to give his blessing for Izuku Midoriya. Yeah. The end. Yeah. I'm dead now. That's it. Gross. You heard it here for first. Boy. Yeah. Let's try that again. So, you heard it here first. So I just, I don't know. It's kind of like that whole idea of, uh, I don't know, it's more of a Star Wars thought, I guess. But yeah. before um, it was put into the canon that Jedis have to learn how to become a Force ghost before they die, so that way they can turn into a Force ghost after they die. I don't fucking like that. I get that it's canon, but I don't like it. I was always under the impression it was like, uh, you know, it's about fulfilling your destiny within the Force or whatever, and that's when your body like ceases to be. Like that whole idea, and then you're allowed to be a force ghost because you become one with the force, you fulfill your destiny, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like Night I had that moment today where he's like, Oh man, I know that the future isn't fixed and that I'm not responsible for the death of All Might, and that this guy that I just worked with, Azuka Midoriya, is going to be the next fucking symbol of peace. Night I, sh- uh, excuse me, All Might is choosing wisely, all that stuff. I have a big stone thing through my thorax, so it's okay to die. <laughs> I mean, he's not going to be a Force ghost because this ain't Star Wars, but I feel like a lot of ideas from Star Wars permeate my hero academia and that whole idea of, like, fulfilling your destiny, I guess. And I mean, I, I feel like that's kind of a shitty destiny if it's to be like, oh, the future isn't fixed and you found out and saw it firsthand through somebody else proving it to you that you were wrong. It's kind of a shitty destiny to go yeah. out on. Yeah. But uh, it is what it is. I think Night Eye's dead. I mean, I can't really argue that. I mean, no, it does yeah. make sense. Hashashi, I know all the words to the songs I do. What about my boy Izawa, though? Oh, he's all right. Yeah, he's all right. What's going to go on with him? Nothing. He's down in the pit. He's going to get out, man. We saw him in the preview just like chilling. Mm hmm. Sorry. Imagine if he gets adopted by Pay a the fuck attention. Hmm? I did see him, but obviously, but the He's guy's like, with him. So what happens in that situation? Do they fight? He keeps his ideals. Let's live. Does the guy run? I want to know. 
I don't know. Probably everybody gets arrested, I imagine. The big boss is dead. Yeah. We'll I'm more week, curious to see. We kind of uh, glossed over that. Overhaul ultimately is the reason the boss is in the coma. Yeah. yeah. He reconstructs yeah. his ass to put him in a coma so he can fucking make the, the Yakuza rise again to prominence. We kind of went over that. And then he'll unacoma him. And, and then I'll be like, yo, coma. look what I did while you were in a coma. You're welcome. Um, we kind of glossed over that, but like big boss for all intents and purposes, overhaul, knock the fuck out. Oh all, yeah. All that we got to do now is like arrest these dudes and hopefully uncoma, coma, man. I don't know his name. The big boss. Yeah. The big boss. The real I big boss. Think, I don't, yeah, I don't think they even give him a name. So pops pops either way. Pops what does McGee. that mean for the league of villains? I mean, league of villains. I feel like they, uh, I mean, I guess that they'll probably have access to this, uh, whatever limited supply, if there is a limited supply. I mean, I don't know. I feel like ultimately League of Villains, I don't think this affects them too much long term unless they get some holdover from his gang or something. Yeah. Maybe some of the dudes escape before the cops move in and arrest everybody. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, I hope Mr. gets his arm back. Why? Cause man, must suck to only have one arm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But he's a villain. Yeah, but he's cute. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> right. He has I, a fucking mask. It's a cute mask. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's cute. the end of uh, Boku no Hero Academia. You guys got anything you gotta? You still, you still look like you started to say something. Oh, I was gonna say he almost looks like V from Vendetta. He that does. Mask. He does. Guy fucks. <laughs> <laughs> this guy fucks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Anyway, make sure that you rate, subscribe. Uh... <laughs> guy fucks. If you've made it to the end of the podcast, congratulations. You are cool and apparently way more patient than most of our listeners. Uh, for that, you shall be rewarded with some call to actions. Make sure you rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all the places where the podcasts live. Tell your friends and shit. That helps. My voice just did a couple <laughs> weird things. I want to thank our patrons, Brian Melchiori, Caleb Darling of the Holy Nerdy Pod, Jean-Claude Minivan Dan, LBJ Dan, and by LBJ, I don't mean the president. I mean little baby Jiren. Jacob Perez. And of course, the Australian Reese. Andriotis. Thank you for being a patron. If you want to be a patron, why don't you go over to patreon.com backslash Dragon Ball Super Dope. Get an uncut version of this episode. It's a shit show. It's a mess. <laughs> Can't focus at all today. Lots of dawdling. You know what it's like to fucking dawdle all day? <laughs> don't know go check out the uncut version of this episode patreon.com backslash drag while super dope and that's gonna do it thanks for listening dude gonna raise my hand with the peace sign something songs about the fedzos <laughs>